Sounds cool, isn't it? Hi, welcome to Telepathic TV. <clears throat> this is indeed television that you watch with your third eye. And I am, as always, R. Neville Johnston. And I'm Mary Phelan, and our program is about raising <coughs> our consciousness. And tonight we're going to talk about managing your energy. But before we get to that, we'll do our usual Mayan. Mayan. Now, Mayan is actually <coughs> an excellent way to manage energy. The thing about it is, I was just reading over, and this does, um, uh, in fact, do a very good job of talking about what happened today. It's, um, I've already forgotten, but I saw it happen. I polarize in order to purify stabilizing flow. I definitely stabilized my flow today. Well, and today. I did it by polarizing. So yeah, that makes that's sense very to good. me. Well, um, uh, Muluk, which is today in, in, in the Mayan, is the tribe of the psychic. And tone two is really about managing the process. So it's managing your intuition today. So this would be a very good day for you to make decisions about your life using intuitive guidance. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, very much so. <clears throat> and to, um, you know, the, um, to you and I perhaps, this uh, intuitive, this intuition about absolutely everything going on all the time is kind of a given. But in the world that we live in, every, uh, there's a lot of confusion that goes on because you're taught to doubt yourself so well Mm -hmm. that if you did have such a thing as an intuitive gift, it would just be blown away like sand in a wind by the amount. And, and so being near anyone who's a skeptic, and by that I mean a doubter, which is the definition of a skeptic, they doubt. Uh, and there's, are there more doubters on earth than believers? What do you think? Can we do a, that's, I'll meditate on that tomorrow. That's a good one. And the board says, you know, there are more doubters than people that believe, and I believe it. See, I'm not doubting. Well, I think everybody believes, but one person believes in doubt, and one person believes in something larger, you know, like being in that protection or being in growth. Yeah, so the idea of regarding doubt as valuable, that has always been a mystery to me. Mm -hmm. Doubt is a valuable thing. No well, okay, so whatever you're going to do with that, but that is the well, deal. Well, speaking of that, and that follows very, uh, flows very well into this topic tonight about managing your energy, we think that circumstances and events are here and pull our energy, and that we are hopeless and helpless, and that the boss, boss uh, doing whatever the boss does, it, it drains our energy, and that that's just the way it is, and at best we can center ourselves afterwards. But in truth, we are the ones that decide what we spend our energy on. And for, the, for tonight's discussion's sake, I, I would like you to imagine that you have 100 energy coins that you can spend at any one given time, or that that's, that's your quota. Now, in truth, we have unlimited energy, but we don't always allow ourselves to access it. So for tonight, just pretend like you have 100 coins. Anything that comes up to you is uh, competing for one of your coins, one or more of your coins. And when we get into frustration and resentment and anger and doubt, I think doubt's probably one of the bigger energy drains because doubt is, uh, means that you have to utilize uh, at least a third of your coins to hire all these little scientists with statistics for you to rebut or rebuke whatever is, is happening outside of you or whatever you're resisting. <clears throat> is rebut where you do it twice in a row incorrectly? Yes, and must be. And you have be. to be rebutted? Yes. 
I'm very interested in that in a strange way. And I had the whole thing that I was going to say there, but it just slipped my mind, so I'll just say whatever comes into my mind, which is a very good thing to do, because then you do sound like you know what you're talking about, but you're not really talking about anything. So, um, what's the energy management? Okay, as far as I'm concerned, the first protocol in energy management, and it's very similar to what you were saying, but different, but it's similar, uh, was that the thought creates and where you place your attention grows, which with Drunvalo's quote, we've said this on the show 150,000 times, if this is the first time you're hearing it, I'll repeat it again, uh, thought creates and where you place your attention grows. We are led to believe that reality is solid and fixed and that we are somehow the variable that's pitted against this solid reality when the truth of the matter, hear this, the truth of the matter is you are sovereign, you are creating the reality, reality is the variable and you are the constant. Did you hear that? Can you repeat it back? You are creating reality, reality is the variable and we are the constant. And what am I going to say? And if you don't believe, it's all right. We're not asking anybody to believe. We're just explaining uh, how this stuff works. So in energy management, so it's easy to misspend your energy. Have we ever noticed that? Uh, if we are spending energy on things that have no consequence to them, um, like will the good guy get the bad guy in the drama on TV I'm watching? Yes, and you're spending an hour on that. On that, That's an hour, right? When you could be watching something else, yes? Well, our show, for example, definitely comes to mind. Did you? Well, I, I think it is important to, um, to let people see this. So uh, the concept that I was putting forth about the coins yes. was the idea that every time you go to give up mental energy to something or physical energy, ask yourself, how many coins is this costing me and is it worth it? Mm -hmm. Now, obviously it's not a literal thing, but for you to have that visual in your mind, it gets a distance between you and whatever this is. So that, let's say it's a frustration. <clears throat> frustration is, is literally as if you took 20 coins and put it in this, in the background, and you may not even be aware of it. But all you know is you're tired, you're foggy-headed, you can't do anything because you've scattered your coins of attention and energy units all across the board. And maybe you still have some that exist in an old relationship that you feel was never resolved. It's up to us to call our energy units back, mm -hmm. our, uh, our attention back. Yes. And so I was going to suggest that we say out loud, uh, maybe we can do this later. Uh, all or of us, now. Okay. Let's, let's say this. Uh, three times out loud, we can all say it together, and it's like call my spirit back. And in essence, what you're doing is you're calling your energy back. You're calling your attention back. So let's mm -hmm. say it three times. Okay. I call my, my spirit, spirit back. back. I, I call, call my spirit back. I call my spirit back. Now that's yeah. something you can do anytime. We always talk about saying I claim my power. Mm -hmm. But you can say I call my spirit back. You can say I call my coins back. If we are in possession 100% of the time of all of our energy, 100 coins, then the quality of your life is going to be so astounding. You're, you've made it to that perpetual bliss where you are at one with yourself because you're not in any kind of opposing point of view with yourself. And those arguments that we have internally in our own mind, 
being mm -hmm. angry at someone, for instance, or being in a state of judgment of somebody, is taking up space, is taking up that energy, and we have power over that. Oh, absolutely. It's very liberating. And another concept along the same lines is uh, the idea of the thought efficiency quotient. In other words, the way to manage your energy is by observing the thought efficiency quotient, which is the idea that if I say, well, okay, so I'm going to pick up that pencil, but I don't pick it up, <clears throat> then that means that I have to think of picking up the pencil twice. So that sentence is in my head twice. If I don't do it the second time, then my thought efficiency quotient and then is there's divided the by guilt two, over not picking it up the first time that starts compounding factor, it. Yeah, mm -hmm. so you have picking up the pencil divided by some number approaching a million plus, instead of just picking up the pencil or deciding or deciding no, I'm not going to pick up the mm -hmm. pencil right That's very now. Good. Yeah, so that applies to absolutely everything, <clears throat> and um, I know that emotions wage themselves against logic. It's the nature of us in a certain way. So if we were uh, interested in a person or something, and we decide, no, that's not going to work, but it keeps coming up, but, and then we decide no, and keeps, and this makes your energy into this sand that's blown away again. Whereas mm -hmm. you could say, well, I've decided that already. I've decided to redo this, and therefore I'll redo it, or. You know, so th this concept of being <clears throat> true to your internal word, once you have decided, I will do this, then if you don't do it, you, you spend more energy on not feeling good about yourself for not doing it than would have ever been the amount of energy spent on doing it as a general rule. Well, yeah, that, that's a very good point. Because <clears throat> if you're not in your center, and if <clears throat> you spent most of your energy, most of those hundred coins, you're, you're top heavier, you're tipping over all the time. So then something comes along, like a coworker tells you to turn your radio down and you mm -hmm. freak out. Well, it's because you're, you've got too few of your coins within yourself. Yeah. And so if you uh, realize that when you're having reactions that you're scattered, and often we get scattered into these old past events, these old things that are um, that are draining us, old traumas, old mm -hmm. pain, things like that. Yeah. Well, psychotic break, the term psychotic break, actually means that you, you know the guy that balances plates on the end of sticks in the circus? That, okay, so um, we're, we, we live in a world that is so fill, filled with guilt and guilt manipulation that in order to be an average person, you've got 50, 60 plates up there that are guilt that you, you have to keep, and you're concentrating on keeping all that guilt from inundating you. And someone says, well, make a left here, and you just freak out because you weren't warned a half a block away. But if you'd had none of those plates in the air, left, as opposed to, so psychotic break is, is this feeling of guilt. I mean, that's what brings it up. Well, I think that there, there is a difference between psychotic break and just freaking out. Um, maybe, maybe it's just degree. Yes. <clears throat> but I think that there is a lot to be said for having your energy back, back in your yes. center. Yes, yeah. And so frustration is another one that I'd like to talk about. Maybe mm -hmm. we can spend a few minutes talking of each the, sure. of these because I, I feel that this is something a lot of people carry around. I've done this... Um, or made the suggestion before to make a list of some of the things you have to do 
and then cross them off, do them, hire somebody, get them off your list because it's extremely freeing. If you feel depressed and you do this, you will actually feel better because so much of the time our depressions are uh, our energy being spent somewhere else. Like for a number of months, I had to get my oil change in my car. And I didn't think about it most of the time. But every time I got in the car, <clears throat> I would go, oh, I haven't gotten the oil changed. And it would yeah. drain on me. Attention. And unit. what I did not know is that it wasn't just when I got in the car, because it wouldn't have flagged when I got in the car, if I did not have that energy assigned to that task to remember to get my oil changed 24 hours a day. So that means I'm over here doing something else, and I've got that five coins assigned to, to that task. And so it's a very visible thing with actions and, and things that we have on our to-do to -do list, but it's less visible when we have these emotional, stagnant, holding on conditions, mm -hmm. like resentment, like, like um, what was the word I was just using, or that I was bringing up? Um, attention uh, frustration, frustration. Frustration. Yeah. When we get frustrated with people because mm -hmm. they're not doing what we want them to do. Oh, that's going to work. Try this. Next time you're behind somebody going really slow or somebody that's paying in all pennies in front of you in the store and you snuck out of work to buy something real quick and, you're, and they're making you late, so to speak, or it seems like they are, see how much of your energy you are putting into frustration right then. Yeah, I bet you it's 100%. Yeah, yeah. And that's the whole thing about it. And there's the um, Buddhist expression, if you're late, walk slow. Yeah, and that is the point there, that if you let go of all this. Mm -hmm. uh, another thing that's invisible and, the and fact that manages, you can to do take, it. manages to take an enormous percent of our life force from us is guilt. Simply you don't know that uh, if we were to do the pie graph of your life, of you, that's your pie graph, what slice of pie is guilt? And the average person, that's huge. I'm betting that could be 50% of uh, life forces spent. I'm betting there are people that have 15% for themselves and the rest of it's guilt. Because guilt is this idea that you are wrong and as much as I'd love to believe in something like that, actually I wouldn't at all, um, you cannot possibly be wrong there's, there's, you know, right back into the language, there's this whole concept of uh, mistake. Really, you cannot do that. Of uh, failure, no, there are no failures. There is only more information. The entire language is set up to take our energy from us. This is a very important fact because once you stop thinking in words, like uh, the word loss, one of our favorite words with humans, okay, the actual definition of the word loss <clears throat> the actual definition is gain. If we brought up our children with that idea in place, um, it would be a completely different world because you could not be defeated if you recognize that the word loss means gain. Uh, I lost my foot. I gained the opportunity to play with prosthetic feet. Now I can run faster than other people. You know, I no, never again will I have to clip my toenails. But, you know, other things I understand. You know, the word loss is just one, I understand it. If you don't want to, you know, if the, anyone out there does not want to catch on to this, I've always said change the channel. This is the way this works. 
this is the idea that if you will give up words, and they're all wonderful, glorious words because they keep us guilty and steeping in our own juices rather than getting anything done. If you'd like to give up uh, the word accident, would you like to give up the word accident? Be careful about that because it's no accident if you give it up. Uh, it was funny to me anyhow. But these words no, of you excuse really are, that keep us from being powerful. Well, you are, just just to give you this um, kudos or whatever, you Thank are you. the groundbreaker of the language codes and the word code in book titles, by the way. Yes. There's been a thousand different people, the emotion code, the blah, blah, code, Everybody the God has code. code. The, yeah, yeah, um, just keep that, please. But you were the first person that ever wrote about any of that That I know of, of, yeah. yeah. But now it's it's... It's just an assumed thing. Everybody uses language as part of I their... I know. They insisted, the second book, they insisted have the word code in the title because of what the first book No, no, did. I'm talking... Well, that, but yeah. I'm talking about the use of uh, framing words in a powerful way. Yeah, or, yeah. Uh, I mean, everybody uses that in their material now. So, well, so thank you on behalf of humanity. Yes. The next word will be cipher, by the way, the God cipher, the Da Vinci cipher. And, of course, the language cipher, because cipher and code really do mean the same thing. But aside from that, okay, for us to take hold of our lives, instead of just doling excuses and living in guilt, which is what we do, and that's particularly poor energy management, Mm -hmm. to dole excuses Mm -hmm. and live in guilt. That's what we do as a race. Well, yes. what we tend to do is do that and then spend what is left complaining about the what energy that is away from us somewhere else. Yeah, how did that happen? <clears throat> now, it's not to blame anybody for doing this. We all do it, and we're all in our evolution and on our path. And there's nobody that has mastered all this, or they, they're not here. So it's not a matter of saying, I have to get to some finish line. It's all a state of movement and growth and expansion. But if you can become aware that you are the one that says where you place this, it becomes a very powerful life. For instance, somebody is paying with pennies in front of you and you're in a hurry. Use that as an opportunity to make a choice about how you place your attention. Mm -hmm. Uh, A long time ago, I was studying, uh, well, it's irrelevant what I was studying, but the concept of cause and effect came up and something didn't feel right about that. And I realized it's not cause and effect, it's cause and choice. Yeah, like you can slap response. someone in the face and that is the cause. And the effect then becomes their choice. They can hit you back, they can make a different decision. Mm-hmm. So there is nothing that is predetermined that you have to do and that we are conscious beings. So next time you're in a place where you could make the choice to spend energy on feeling frustrated, Make the decision to find something else to spend it on and watch how good you feel. Yeah. There, uh, there's no, uh, if you want to really, truly upgrade your thoughts, eliminate the word wait. <laughs> First of all, it's not possible to wait. If the, t- uh, the light turns red and you stop, you're not waiting. Oh, well, no, I have to believe I'm waiting for the light to change. Uh, that's, that's not, that's, unbelievably poor energy management. What, are you going to actually go into meditation and not have a thought until the light changes? Is that what you're saying? Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, there's no such thing as wait. There's no such thing as waste. 
There is no such thing as waste. Yes, that stuff in the toilet feeds the ecosystem, apparently, in whatever the local waterways are, but still. There is no or such thing it, as waste. Or kills it, one or the other. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you throw your food on the floor. Yes, the My thing friend around Judy used your to middle say you either waste, waste the food or you waste the food. <laughs> okay. All right, somebody call in with, uh, if you would like to, on any of well, these subjects because... Well, certainly, but um, yeah. yes, I agree with those words. Now, another, another thing that I feel is a background drain on our energy or our, our choice or our management of energy is resentment. Resentment is when we feel anger and we don't feel we have a right to do anything about it or even say anything about it, or at least not say it to the appropriate parties. We may say it to our family members who are just sitting at home reading a comic book, oh, and we blow up reading. at their having all their comic books everywhere. Now that is not really where this, this, first, or this uh, resentment is, right. is being designated. So resentment, I feel, is like a low-grade infection or a high-grade infection that's really not only draining your energy, but it is, it, it's uh, really coloring and contaminating the energy that is mm -hmm. there. Yeah. And so I, I just would like to do a little bit of tapping on, on being resent, on, on your resentment, if everybody is open to doing this. It's a very simple procedure. You tap on the side of your hand, the top of your head, inner part of your eyebrow, outer corner of your eye, under your eye, under your nose, under your bottom lip, and then your collarbone. And don't worry about memorizing it, just follow along. If you can see me, if you're listening on audio, it doesn't matter where you tap, just one of those points. So we're going to do this kind of generically <clears throat> for any old resentment you have in your body. Okay, even though I'm, I may have some resentment stored in my body. Even though I may have some resentment stored in my body. I love and accept myself. I love and accept myself. There have been a lot of things. There have been a lot of things. That have happened in my life. That have happened in my life. That I resent. That I resent. Things that I felt powerless about. Things that I felt powerless about. People that did things to hurt me. People that did things to hurt me. And they never thought of how I felt in that. And they never thought of how I felt in And I didn't know what to do about it. And I didn't know what to do about so it. So it just lodged in my body just lodged in my body. And in my mind. And in my mind. And in my opinion about myself. In my opinion about myself. And I just became bitter about it. And I just became bitter about it. And then it. I disliked myself for being bitter. And I disliked myself for being bitter. And I, I didn't know what to do about it. I didn't know what to do about it. But it's safe for this resentment to leave my body right now. But it's safe for this resentment to leave my body right now. It's not saving me from anything. Not saving me. Serving no valuable purpose. Serving no valuable purpose. I don't have to have this in order to grow. I don't have to have this in order to grow. It's safe for the resentment to leave my body. Safe for the resentment to leave my body. And to leave my mind. To leave my mind. And to leave my emotional body. And to leave my emotional body. And my spirit. And my spirit. And it's safe for all of my energy to come back to me. And it's safe for all of my energy to come back. And out of that resentment. And out of that resentment. And it doesn't matter what that person did to me. It doesn't matter what that person did to because me. Because I love myself unconditionally. Because I love myself unconditionally. And I deserve to be free of resentment. And I deserve to be free of resentment. Yeah, okay, take good. a big deep breath. Now, I'm wondering if anybody out there did that. If you did, you're doing yourself a favor, really. Yeah. 
Now that's the thing in, in the way the, my, my functioning, my access to reality. It's, it really is about um, flagging words and recognizing the words. Um, what was it? Resentment, as we've been saying for a million years on this show, resentment means you were offered a lesson, you summarily refused the lesson, and it was re-sent to you. And that's however many times you want to do that. Okay. Now, once you get the word resentment as it'll be sent again, and then you feel yourself resenting something, and then the override happens, the flag goes up, and you go, oh no, if I resent that person for that, it'll be back again. So therefore, I have to find a method by which I can transmute that without stalling it, installing it in the body which is, as we've been well, saying on and on, the language codes. Well, I think that that is such codes. a brilliant technique. Yeah. But I feel mm -hmm. that we live our lives with so much of that stored in us uh, that it, it's, we have to do something to clear it out of the emotional body. Yes. It's literally a, a, an electrical disruption in your field. Exactly. Once that's cleared, mm -hmm. I think that is something very maintainable for people. Now, in the meantime, it's still worthy and valuable because it does flag you. And there are a lot of words that, that um, since I knew you and mm -hmm. read the language codes, that I really flag, like people saying, yeah, I'll try to make it. I automatically know that means they're not going to come. I automatically know it, yeah. and it's right every single time. And I always say, well, I'll try to be there when you show up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, there are certain key words so that, that, can that you can just, you really know what they're saying. Yeah, and there's nothing else. There's, I have yet to find the ceiling in this or even anything looking like the third floor yeah, it's really in these brilliant. concepts. Yeah. yeah, because we are constantly telling the truth. We just don't know it. That's yeah, very true. Yeah, and once you, you know, house, everybody lies. Well, yeah, okay. But, or, or even more accurately than that, which is pretty accurate, mm -hmm. we always make excuses for some invisible standard of yardstick that was somehow there somewhere, we don't know where, all we know is we don't measure up on it, and so therefore we have to hide from it. And that is the nature of our language, and the word for that is slavery. That's what we're doing, this is called slavery. The entire of the human race is really perfectly enslaved. Emotionally, we are enslaved by guilt more than any, well, not necessarily more than anything else. I don't know. I think guilt's at the top of the list. It's, it's very the up there, 10. I agree. Money enslaves us. On the advanced planets, there's no such thing as money. Fear. Fear enslaves us very well. The difference between fear and information is the level of consciousness you exist at. The more conscious you are, the less fear there is in your life. There is a point where there isn't fear. There is a point where fear is really, 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 really funny. You know, like, like, so if we're walking around in zombie world and, oh, look, there's a, a group of zombies coming at us. And everyone around you goes, eep, and runs away. Now, if you just laughed, I don't, you, you've never seen somebody laughing that was struck dead by the monster, right? True or false, right? No, you're always in this unbelievable grip of fear and, and the monster goes, mmm, you smell delicious, come over here. That's really the, after your fear, not anything else. Yes, yeah. yeah. No, but if you're there laughing, you don't smell good to the monster. Please remember that. I mean, Scooby-Doo, you know, that moment where Scooby loses his little Scooby mind 
and, and does that animated gallop out of the thing. No, that's where you go, God, this is funny. The entire world is yours. There's no consequence to anything. If you really, really, really do not get it in this lifetime, what I can guarantee you is the opportunity to do it again and again and again until you do get it. And ultimately, there's nothing to get. You're just God. You're just the, you are already the highest frequency there is. We just believe in these lower frequencies. All you have, that's, that's the whole secret of healing right there. You just vibrate the frequency of all that is. There it is. Okay, another, a synonym for the frequency of all that is, is the word love. A synonym for the frequency of the concept of whatever it was. Oh, all it is? Okay, God. Uh, another synonym for the frequency of all that is? You. Another synonym for the frequency of all that is? Uh, where we're, uh, consciousness. Uh, you know, this goes on and on and on and on. I finally found an unli unlimited flow of synonyms for the word love. It took me, oh God, that's 12 years into it at least. Well, yeah, it 12 years I've been looking for more than one. Risk was the only word I could find prior. But uh, love, yes. Well, it just oh, occurred to synonym me. Synonym for love. Whenever we buy something, spend something, our, our ah. energy units, let's say, oh. or coins, there is always a return because yeah. anything that moves that direction, it's displacing things and something comes this direction. So what is the payoff for spending your coins on frustration and irritation and uh, regret and uh, resentment and all that. And it, it, okay, I'll finish it after, go ahead. Oh, no, when you, when you spend your, you get the opportunity to realize that you don't have to do that. That's what you get back for that spendaging. Eventually, yeah. Well, yeah. How long well, does that take, again? Well, I think you get back a validation of whatever belief system you're holding. Oh, okay. So if you change that belief system, you no longer are looking for that payoff. So by virtue of that, you won't be spending it. So it's just proving another point that if we go to our basic beliefs, our core beliefs, mm -hmm. and our core judgments of ourself, everything outside changes. It's not like you have to stop yourself and bully yourself and strong arm yourself into stop spending your coins like that that once you change the fundamental program, exactly. that just happens as a, as a byproduct. Yeah, yeah. But your point is well taken <clears throat> too. Yeah. Well, that is. Absolutely everything is the teacher. Mm -hmm. There is nothing, there is no other thing than education. There is no mystery education. school? There, there is no mystery school. And there is nothing that is not education. You think death is a mystery? You want a synonym for death? Education. There you go. Change. <laughs> Change, yeah. It, this is there's not this whole idea that we are kept out in the cold. That someone else, that's a big one. Someone else has the answer. Mm, no, you have the answer. Quit fooling around. Four one one has the answer. They have the information. Oh, excuse me. Yes, nine one one has the answer. No, not always. Well, they have a twenty seven digit number in England for beliefs. <laughs> It reminds me of that Steve Martin movie where the drunk test, he had to <clears throat> stand on his yeah. hands and sing Inagata De Vida backwards. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, 
Darn, you have hard drunk tests. Yeah. So our show is really about energy management. The idea of how you spend your energy is can be improved. What do you think? Come on. Yes. And are not? you spending it on credit? Are you borrowing from tomorrow? Like so often our life gets so stressful, we will take things that we should, could, would have done in today, but we over budgeted it, so we put it into tomorrow and then that overflows tomorrow. So this whole credit idea, I think we're living on internal personal credit too. It's not our fault. The plastic taught us. Is that TARDIS? I can never quite be sure. At any rate, so where were we? Ah, yes. Okay. It's a lovely place. Well, another thing that takes up your energy is anger. And it's not the anger that takes up your energy. It's the refusal to use the anger as a catalyst for change. Because anger does come like a bus to pick you up wholesale and take you on to the next thing. And if we don't use it to make some constructive change, it will just keep stockpiling behind the barrier and it will flood into your body. And it doesn't harm anyone but you to be angry if you're not going to act on it. So anger comes to move through you, to carry you to another place. If you find yourself sitting on it, swallowing it, holding on to it, it's not healthy. So let it come out at least in the form of a plan or at least in the form of you understanding how you feel in that situation, even if you can't make that action right then, but not to let it go into the, into the body. Oh, yeah. Repeat after me. They're my organs. I'll turn them to leather if I want to. They're my organs. I'll turn them to leather if I want to. See, this but is thankfully, the, I don't want to. Want. <laughs> yeah, want. The word want is just a disaster of a language code. Well, I want you to know that. Oh, now you can't know it at all. Because the word want takes it and pitches it into a nonspecific future. Uh, I think in some contexts you are exactly right. In other ones, I think it's just a vehicle of communication. But... It's very important when we are stating something that we are looking to create and we use the need, should, want, try, that's when I feel it's very counterproductive, to say the least. Yeah, yeah, using those words are disastrous concepts. Well. I've, I've used them long enough to know not to use them. I only use the word need to teach. I agree, <clears throat> I agree but, but I just thought it was the disastrous word is one that probably would be in my language codes. Yes, not to, because you, everything does what you tell it to. Mm -hmm. And so that is the way that works. But still, the, it's an interesting thing to escape from the language because you find um, different reality. Let me just do, pardon me, I'll do the word need. So if I say to someone, <laughs> I need money, I will watch that person back up for me. I will watch them unconsciously check their wallet. I will watch them absolutely refuse to give me any kind of uh, money at all uh, because I separated myself from it. And as you said so many years ago, if I say, mm, I love money, then it comes to me like a magnet. We, don't, we very rarely use the word love. It's a remarkable species we are. Well, I use it a lot more often in yes. my latter years, and I find mm -hmm. it extremely powerful. It's like a magic wand. Well, it it's is. The, love is the universal magnet. It is. Very much the highest and you frequency. you got to feel it, too, not just speak it. Well, of it. course, yeah. yeah. The highest frequency. Absolutely a synonym with God. Mm -hmm. 
Absolutely. The highest uh, for the Absolutely. scientists amongst us. Uh, everything has a frequency. This is uh, quartz, it's actually amethyst, but it has around 32,000 hertz as its uh, frequency. Well, everything, the entire world, everyone, all of us, the universe itself has a frequency. And that frequency is love. There you go, there's the truth. That's what it is. Well, that is a, love is the case where you put coins into it and you get it returned, where it grows. It's a good investment. <laughs> Whereas fear oh, is like a bottomless pit. They're my things. organs. So how, how much of your day would, and I'll ask the audience, how much of your day would you say, or how many coins a day do you invest in fear? And I bet you, if you really think about it, and maybe kind of be conscious of that tomorrow as you go through mm -hmm. your day, you're going to realize there is a whole lot of it. Because with what's going on in the, in the corporate world now, and, and we're so much dependent on defense things in this DC area, that everybody is probably, to some extent, carrying some coins on their back filled with fear of some kind of uh, job change or something happening there. And so everybody carries this fear, and this fear just vibrates and, and also grows, but not in a, in a way that's conducive to good, you know, things that we are looking for in our lives. So choose not to be afraid that whatever happens, you can deal with it then. Mm -hmm. You can't catch tomorrow's fish with today's worm. You can't do anything about tomorrow anyway. I know worrying looks like you're doing something about it, but it really isn't. But fear is so big right now because it's one of the biggest money makers there is. As a matter of fact, if it weren't for fear, the pharmaceutical companies and the war companies would be very pressed for business right now because it's fear that causes us to reach out to those things. Oh, so, absolutely. And many, yeah. many other industries in the world today. So well, slavery and fear are synonyms. They're in keeping us afraid. Yeah. Um, what did I, oh, uh, slavery and fear synonyms, absolutely. I just saw a really interesting sci-fi, uh, it's probably 45 minutes of a show maybe, mm -hmm. and uh, these two soldiers, uh, an American and Iraqi, are pointing guns at each other, and the Iraqi guy says something, and the American goes, well, I understood you, and then the Iraqi, still speaking in Iraqi, says, well, I understood you. And they can suddenly understand each other. Nobody can figure that out. It's the most dangerous thing that ever happened on the planet because they can talk to each other. Yeah. Yeah, which is very interesting, that whole principle of Babylon and the idea of we being condemned to speaking 100,000 languages instead of, you know, and how the, the fact that the... Then, therefore, we have to babble on and on and on. Yeah, exactly, and that the book published in a number of other languages, which is interesting, but... Um, the rest of the story went on that this just kept escalating. And then the, finally there was like a voiceover uh, that was speaking. Everybody could hear what this voice was saying. It was, um, and it was saying, uh, rather than, hi, we're from outer space and we're an alien uh, and we've come down here to you know, greet you as another species, uh, the voice said, you fools, you, you people that bang on each other, stop that immediately. And um, uh, all of the nuclear weapons began to disarm themselves all over the world. And all of the world leaders get together who can understand each other so there's no translators. Uh, and so they said, 
the United States took the position that we were invaded by these people. And the rest of the world took the position that, hey, why don't we disarm? And the United States is saying, well, if we disarm, we're just an open door. They can walk in and take over. And so the rest of the nations in the world said, if you're going to continue to hang on to this thing, you're being a threat to the safety of the world and that we would have to take you out. So just let go of your weaponry because mm. you had about an hour before the decision was made for you because the aliens were just undoing the bombs one at a time. I don't know why the aliens who could do all that had to take apart the bombs one at a time, but it was still, uh, you know, basically, so there was an hour left when, when the rest of the world said, look, give it up. We're going to do this. We're going to be friends. Mm. Yeah, interesting. Well, I think people are more skeptical of loving things and friendship Far things more. than they are of yeah. other. And How that's backwards. because we carry some coins expended yeah. on the idea of us being caught unawares or being a fool yes. or being stupid. And that is something we can just pull well, that you're money saying right the back. Tarot, the fool was the first step on the journey, on the magic journey, yeah. was to walk yeah. off a cliff. Yeah, you gotta you gotta get off the beaten path. You yeah. gotta do something. If anyone's really planning deep. on walking off a cliff, would you mind if we videoed it? <laughs> no, don't, don't walk off first? on any cliffs. Do you well, remember somebody? Uh, somebody somewhat. a bicycle yeah. comp tried to sue a bicycle company because they didn't know that they had to put on the brake going downhill or something. I, it was something silly like that. Yeah, I can well, you see didn't it. tell me I was supposed to put on the brake. Spaghetti we at have one to point take responsibility for our own self and our own healing. Oh, well, you have no to. No one can be responsible for your healing but you. No, you really do have to take responsibility for you. Mm -hmm. And people that step in there and attempt to take it, for a small child, that's different. But people that step in there and attempt to take the responsibility from other people. Spaghetti at one point had a warning on it stating, do not stick this in your ear. Spaghetti, seriously, because someone successfully Well, now, Neville, sued. everybody out there is going to be sticking it in their ear. And That's I, because they don't have the warning anymore. <laughs> if someone successfully I would never sued, have thought of that. Successfully sued for deafening themselves by sticking spaghetti in their ear because there was no warning Don't labor. do that at home. We'll have Neville do it next week. Oh, by yeah. the way, an announcement. Unless We're not going cooked. to be live next week because we do not have a director. So if there's anybody out there in our vast audience covering all over the world, if anybody is has experience that would like to be our backup director, because our beloved yeah. Donnie and David are here religiously every week, but they do have things occasionally, and they are our audio and our director. So if anybody out there is affiliated with FPA and you can volunteer occasionally, we would love to have you. Yeah. And it's very important to get yourself to the point where the disconnect does not occur. Yeah, that's yeah, very good. That is the point. And it's, so it's sort of a spiritual um, circuit breaker, mm -hmm. you know, because your circuit's broken by the shock of whatever that is. And that's when it has the opportunity to invade, so to speak, aliens, no, to invade the <laughs> system. Ducks, they're everywhere. I knew something was there everywhere. Yeah. It's coming up. That's, maybe I'm psychic. Is David the Duck Dangler. Ooh. Better known as David Ng. Okay. I got Sounds play. like a bird, it? And it's people kicking a beach ball at the beach. I love the beach, in case you all didn't know. And I am uh, walking toward living at the beach one day. Vision, integrity, 
Sorry. You took Compliment some. and power. Wow. Okay. Vision and clarity. Well, I tell you, power. you become playful when you have clarity. Yeah. And integrity. Yeah. Yeah. Integrity too. That's one of the trinities I keep spinning in my head, which would be character, integrity, and principle. That particular trinity. Character would be at the head of it. Um, integrity is the sense of right and wrong, and principle is an implied concept of right and wrong, applied. Yeah, that's interesting. So we have our caller. No, you missed. Well, another you thing, another thing that that drains our energy is is worrying about what other people are thinking about us. What are they thinking about? Yeah, I know. Isn't that ridiculous? Well, I think that we have a bit of that programmed into our DNA in order to keep us a social community thing because that's how we survive. Dot dot dot. We are not a. We are not enslaved to that. That's not our. It's not something that we have to uh, follow, but it's good to know that that's there. It only applies to dark magicians. Hi, caller. What's your name, please? Hi, I'm Glory. Hi, Glory. Yes, I love your show. Oh, thank, well, thank you. you. Thanks for calling. And I would like to have a reading from Mary, please. Oh, be mm -hmm. most happy to. All right. Taking my little oh. sacred deck. Thanks for calling in, by the way. We really, truly appreciate people mm -hmm. calling. We love <coughs> when people call us. We love it. <coughs> this is a card, and as you've noticed, people that have been watching, this is kind of a modified deck where I have um, trimmed it down just to have the picture on there because I feel like it would be a, a, a great catalyst when there's not a word there to kind of solidify something it in an intellectual in way. It works program. So, what this is saying is I feel like you've been looking to become clear about who you are and where you want to go on your path. And sometimes we look to get clear by looking in someone else's eyes and, and looking for clues. And what this is saying is look in your own heart. And the feedback in the world will show you when you're onto something because it becomes easy and the way opens up quickly and easily. And this is following along the same lines. The, these bird, this bird thought he was in a cage. And then the more he understood about who he really was and why he wasn't succeeding being a bricklayer was because he didn't want to be a bricklayer. That's not what he truly chose for himself. And so once he realized that the, the wall or the bars started uh, crumbling or disappearing, and then that meant he could fly. And I think it's interesting we got another bird in the third one. He could fly way up above the landscape and really see what's there and say, this is what I want for myself. And so I feel like a lot of possibilities are opening up because you're no longer defining yourself by somebody you used to be. So thank you. Yes, and we have our next caller. Hi, caller. What's your name? What's your name, please? Hi, caller. What's your name? What's your name? Your, your name Hi, is you're called? on the air. Hi. Yay, all right. Hey. What's this your name? Is, this is Edith. Edith. Hi. This is Edith. Edith. Hi. I'm just Edith. calling for a reading, and I'm going to hang up. Okay. Thank you, Thank Edith. you. All right. Okay, the first card we get, it, this one shows a lady sitting on this beautiful blossom or this leaf of all of creation. <clears throat> and she's not influenced by anything else. She's bare in just who she is, and she's looking out there at this field of all potential. And I feel like you have that within you and that you're really ready to take a step out and be on your own and break away from old things that used to hold you back. 
and that it may not look like what you've always dreamed of. Like let's say you were dreaming of getting a job that's more creative or something like that, but you didn't really know what that was about. This is saying let the universe show you what's perfect for you by opening up and being receptive to things that may not normally call your attention or, or whatever. I know in the past like sometimes people get these um, hard fast ideas of they want this type of a relationship whereas if you let that go and let the universe bring you the perfect thing for you it can be something even more great than you could imagine and as as you're walking forward and opening up it's saying be careful not to compare because whenever we compare there has to be a loser and a winner and when you don't compare that also helps you to open up to new ideas and I see I really do see something with your spiritual or your psychic development that that is really going to be shifting soon maybe some opportunities for travel connected with that so thank you and our next caller hi what's your name please hello hi, hi. what's your name yeah it's Felice hi Felice. Um, I, I really enjoy your show thank and you. I was just wondering if I could get a reading sure okay. okay all right Okay, now this is the card that shows perfect partnerships, perfect relationships, growing close enough together to make that third color but still being independent. And I feel that this is important to you to have your space but to have people in your life too and it, and it may have gone from one pole to the other, like people inundating you, maybe boundary issues to the point where it's like, well, I don't really want to be alone and, I, and you have found your balance. Although, when we see this card, this speaks of being exhausted and tired. So if there is a relationship where you're having to put more energy into it, and it can even be a relationship with coworkers or bosses, it's not necessarily just personal relationships, watch, look at, look at those. Just maybe do an assessment and say, where is it that I'm giving more? Because eventually that depletion in the energy, like we were talking about earlier, is going to make itself known to you in one form or another. So it's better just to take, take care of it. And sometimes moving on is the right answer. And this is saying, act as if you're going to love you so much that even when things aren't working, you're going to stay committed to you and walk on and move on. And then all kinds of wonderful things open up. It's the way it Thank is you. with wonderful things. Wonderful things. Hi, caller. What's your name, please? Hello. Hi, what's your name? Hi, Navila Minakshi. I called a few weeks back. I talked to you. I, uh, yeah, my, my elder sister, her husband passed away in India, and uh, they had a good marriage of 22 years, and he was only 49, and wow. he's 44, and she has uh, two kids, 16 years old and 19 years old daughter. So I just wanted to know she was... Um, she is kind of a woman who does things for others, never for herself. She gives away all her things for others. She can never hurt anyone. She can never be strong enough to be by herself. So I just wanted to know what's in store for her in the oh. future. Okay, what a, what a wonderful question, and it's a very loving thing for you to do, to um, look into this with, with her in mind. Well, the first card we get is the awareness. And one of the things that I felt about her as you were talking is sometimes we find our strength. And I'm not talking about the complaining martyr aspect, but 
the altruism. Sometimes we find this great strength in loosening our hold over any attachments about what we may feel we have to have. And I think she's, she gained a lot of spiritual um, awareness of herself by, by uh, her experience. Now, of course, losing or the, her husband passing, and it does feel like a loss, and the physical form does feel that loss, so even if you're very spiritual and know, because the, the phone has hung up, and we have to learn how to pick up the next form of communication, but that this shakeup in her life is really going to get her thinking a little differently about how the flow really does have to go both ways. And not that it doesn't, and not that she's not getting out of something out of helping everybody. I think she's going to start seeing it because it will be depleting. Now moving forward, because of these awarenesses, this is the card called Success. And she's writing on the supreme tiger, or the supreme success of the tiger on, on the top of the earth. And everything that's happening to her really is taking her there. So I wouldn't worry too much. I think the, the, and if she was up to it, maybe even do some writing about some of her experiences, because they could be of benefit to a yeah. lot. Well, evolution, the minute you recognize whatever happened is on your side is the minute you're evolved. And the distance between the event and recognizing that is in the way you think, because it could be like that, or it could take years. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's consciousness again. That's the way that whole thing works. The more conscious she is, the more she recognizes all of that. Yeah, the, the it's having been on her It's side. very similar to the way I used to put it many years ago, that all intention begets manifestation. And mm -hmm. the amount of time it takes is the amount of doubt you have. Yeah. Like my blue car that took 15 years to show up. Do we have any other calls? Yeah, we, no? I thought we had another call. I could talk call fast. Call in, yes. <laughs> Somebody call in real quick. Here, whoever that was that just called that didn't make it on the air, here is, I'll do two cards for you. And this is a card about really looking, look to transmute a current situation rather than trying to get away from it so much, but to transmute it and move past it. And then the second card is that look for new possibilities. Sometimes it's not worth just focusing and trying to fix something, mm -hmm. that it's better just to fly to a higher place and see it from a completely different elevation and mm -hmm. you will get more wisdom. And uh, we're going to be in Ruby Tuesdays uh, in a few minutes, provided this is Thursday night. And I'm going to be teaching galactic history sometime coming up here. which is Saturday. Saturday. All right. I'm looking forward to that. And um, I don't know if, uh, you do have to tell us you're coming, by the way. You can't go, oh, I'll go and show up, because we won't know. So you do have to inform us if you're coming to galactic history. Otherwise, I get the day off. But I do enjoy teaching that particular class. It's, a, it's a filled with all kinds of interesting info. Yeah, you get to find out your planet of origin, amongst other things. Origin. Origin. Is your planet of origin. And there's a chapter on crop circles and UFOs. Remember how in World War II they had all the pictures of the German planes and kids would memorize them so they could report those were same thing. Well, you don't get a sheet like that, but still we do talk about different flying saucers and what they look like. But um, ah, interesting. We'll see. Very interesting. I think so. Also, nicknames for the planet Earth you've never heard. Blah, blah, blah. Anyhow, it is fun. So what else did we have? Oh, was the uh, new moon? We haven't figured that out. The new moon right. is. New moon uh, is Saturday night. Everything's on the in 
internet, yeah. telepathictv.com. There's lots of stuff. You can watch uh, past shows there. You can play the psychic development game, mm -hmm. readings with my two decks of cards. It's a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. So check it out. It was our joy and honor to take you to the door. And you're going through. Act like it quits rolling around. And it's like a refrigerator in here. No, it's like a freezer now. The audio went up. Yeah. Thank you.